0: Tom Swalbrick on LBC. Normally, at this time on a Friday, we bring you Simon Mark's American Week. But there is no normal, and Simon's not in America, but in the UK. So stand by for Simon Mark's Anglo-American Week. Tom, when I flew here 10 days ago, I thought I was getting away from it all. Instead, at times, I found myself almost triggered, reminded of the crazy that accompanied so many days of the Trump administration. Head-scratching announcements, constant chaos and turmoil, a complete lack of any underpinning philosophy in government and a leader with breathtaking self-belief unmatched by actual achievement. Shoving in the Mother of Parliaments by members of the Mother of Parliaments. We never Never even saw that on January the 6th when it was Trump's mob creating the mayhem. And what a moment when the President of the United States, in an ice cream parlor last weekend, double dip chocolate chip stuffed into his waffle cone, bailed on Liz Truss and on what one of his predecessors once called voodoo economics. Well, it's predictable. I, mean, it was, I wasn't the only one that thought it was a mistake. The idea of uh, Cutting taxes on the super wealthy at a time when Anyway, I, just think I, I disagree with the policy, but it's up to Great Britain to make that judgment, not me. Said the President of the United States moments after making precisely that judgment. Behind the scenes in Washington, there was evidence of the extent to which the US government was deeply rattled by events here in Britain. The emergency visit to Washington by Defence Secretary Ben Wallace, described by so many commentators here as mysterious, was partly the result of Russian threat's go nuclear in the Ukraine conflict, but also partly due to U.S. fears that Britain was about to go south. On television in the U.S. this week, the U.K. was treated by many analysts as having already become part of the developing world. Jim Cramer, the normally ultra-bullish anchor on CNBC, was offloading his shares in the U.K. It's a giant clown show over there. I mean, there isn't anything there that impresses me as... Is- as valid the way to run the country. Mm. I mean, this, is, this was a great country. It could be a great country again. Are you talking about us or them? No, I'm talking oh, about okay. them. Thanks for the clarification, Jim. Over on the Fox Business Channel, where supply-side economics is still often trumpeted as the solution for America's ailments, Britain was suddenly an object lesson in how not to do it. Host Neil Cavuto and guest wealth advisor Luke Lloyd posited that the downfall of Liz Truss should serve as a big red warning flag for a Republicans This time, the markets revolted on her to say nothing of many in the in, in, in the party and the financial community. Republicans, if they take over the House and some say now even the senate they, they're going to go on, on on trying to make. The Trump tax cuts permanent. You know, I I think that we do need to live in a society where taxes are low, but there's a time and place for everything. I will give um, Prime Minister Liz Truss props to her for admitting that she was wrong. Most politicians don't do that. But we do live in a time where economic policy dictates economic prosperity. News of the Prime Minister's resignation, of course, made last night's major network newscasts. Prime Minister Liz Truss lasting just 45 days in office. A newspaper even setting up a live stream to see what would last longer the prime minister or a head of lettuce. The lettuce cam didn't only get a mention on ABC this week, it was the subject of an entire article in the New York Times. Britain reduced to a laughing stock. President Biden yesterday offering only a cursory tribute to his departing opposite number in Downing Street. Look, she was a good partner on Russia and Ukraine, and uh, and the British are going to solve the problem, but she was a good partner. Are you concerned Stop. about the spillover effects to the U.S. economy, given the political and economic... No, I don't think they're that consequential. And there's the real rub. The president may not have intended a slight there, but he wasn't the only one this week suggesting the U.K. may no longer have an economy consequential enough for Americans to worry about. Last night, back again on CNBC, Jim Cramer. Well, I mean, look, if their economy were bigger, it would definitely have an impact. Certainly worth talking about this because her tenure was so short. You know what, i got to tell you, if, if, if we were talking about Germany today, it would be much more pertinent to me. I just think that as much as I'd like to care about the UK, it's a sideshow. A sideshow that nonetheless attracted the attention of the whole world this week. In Australia... Let's begin uh, with the absolute chaos engulfing the British government this morning. After just 44 disastrous days in the job, Liz Truss has quit as Prime Minister overnight. Tories... Now- lining up to replace her including the great man himself Taurus Johnson giggles over perhaps what is to come on French television. My schoolboy French isn't up to much but I think she was calling Liz Truss a phantom there. What a moment when the European Union rubs salt in the wound by issuing a statement formally urging stability in Britain. The kind of statement the UK often issues about third world countries. In Brussels yesterday, President Macron, he said he hopes Britain can again find stability and move forward as quickly as possible, saying that would be good for France and the whole of Europe. Well, I think it's the end of uh, an approach which, uh, in my opinion, was uh, an old-fashioned approach. Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez insisting there'll be no supply-side economics on his watch. In Spain, what we are doing is uh, lowering the taxes for the middle- and uh, low-income houses and uh, families and asking the energy companies to increase their fiscal efforts in order to uh, provide resources and to respond to this economic crisis. And via G Zero media last night, the thoughts of former Swedish Prime Minister and widely respected statesman Carl Bildt. Once upon a time, the Conservative Party was the natural governing party of the United Kingdom. And uh, we've seen it in gradual sort of meltdown since Brexit, with the entire party on the verge of some sort of implosion. It has disturbing implications for the governance of the UK, and it is uh, truly tragic. And we can just wish the suffering British people all the best. So long, and thanks for all the fish. As politicians tell us, the truth was never clearer. Three more years of sweating tears, will catch up with Korea. In the 80s, veteran Fleet Street editor Derek Jameson had a TV show that would relay international coverage of events in Britain. And he turned his catchphrase into one of the most awful Christmas records ever. You British bottle? They surely do, Tom. And like me, heading back to Washington this weekend, they'll be watching and wondering what on earth comes next. Get on with it. (laughs) Simon Marks, Anglo-American Week. Man, that was depressing, wasn't it?